Today is Friday, April 22nd, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Friday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain. Highs around 50, northeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain in the evening. Lows around 30, north winds 10 to 15. Saturday, windy and mostly cloudy, highs 45 to 50. North winds 20 to 30. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, lows 25 to 30. Northwest winds 10 to 20. Sunday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then clearing. Highs around 55. Northwest winds 5 to 15. Sunday night, mostly clear, lows around 30. Monday, partly cloudy, highs 60 to 65. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Highs 65 to 70. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Lows 35 to 40. Wednesday breezy, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Highs 55 to 60. Wednesday night mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Thursday mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Highs around 55. Let's take a look at local news. The Hill County Board of Health met Wednesday for their quarterly meeting and discussed a wide range of topics. The primary item of discussion was the need to review and restructure the board due to action taken in the 2021 legislative session. The board will need to update their interlocal agreement between Hill County and the City of Haver, originally created in 1981, so that it is reviewed and up for renewal at least every five years. Updating the agreement will also mean having to update the bylaws of the board, according to County Attorney Lacey Lincoln. Both the City and County believe the board should continue to serve both entities, but it likely needs to be restructured, in part because new legislation requires them to be governed by a body of elected officials. Various Hill County officials convened in the Timmins Room of the County Courthouse Wednesday for their monthly meeting. Human Resources Director Brittany Pfeiffer informed the board of the need to update job descriptions for county positions for new hires and current employees. Terry Turner from the Mosquito and Weed Department reported that there will be a crew training in Great Falls May 25th and May 26th in Fort Benton. He said a current goal is finding staff for the summer season. Hill County Commissioner Diane McLean spoke on the need for Hill County to be current on cybersecurity training due to the current cybersecurity threat experience around the nation. McLean says cybersecurity insurance would be expensive and would be in addition to the insurance already used by the county. Another topic broached by McLean was the need to convert hard copy records into scanned documents. After calling the event off the last two years due to the pandemic, the Fresno chapter of Walleyes Unlimited is ready to put on their annual banquet this Saturday at the Haver Ice Dome. Fresno Walleyes chapter president Nate Molstad says doors will open at 4.30 p.m. and the event features their heralded all-you-can-eat walleye, beef, and other side dishes. All funds raised at the event go back into the community, including for the Walleyes Kids Fishing Initiative. Obviously, we've got, you know, our annual events, our, our Kids Education Day, uh, our Kids Fishing Tournament, several other kids events that we're always trying to put on. Uh, give away a ton of fishing poles throughout the year. Uh, estimate that we probably give away over 500 fishing poles uh, every year to kids. Early bird drawings begin at 5 p.m., dinner at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit HighlineToday.com. Tickets will be available at the door until sold out. As a graduate of MSU Northern and a parent of two, trustee candidate Jason Castillone says that his perspective would benefit the Haver School Board. Castillone says he chose to run after speaking with a co-worker at Triangle Communications and believes he can help with what he says may be communication issues in the district. I think communicating more clearly, hopefully being able to explain some stuff, you know, decisions get made no matter what 
part of life we're in, and we don't always have to agree with the decisions, but it sure helps if you can understand the basis on which it was decided. Castillon says the potential of a four-day school week and future calendars should remain on the table, but he has some outstanding questions he would like answered. What are we doing it for? Is there a lack of education performance, and is that what we think this will will help correct is um, better education? Is it teacher satisfaction? Is it administrative? You know, I have those questions. Election day is Tuesday, May 3rd. Stay tuned to new media broadcasters next week for the remaining candidate profiles. Turning to state news, we'll briefly start off with today's statewide COVID update. Today, the state of Montana reported 70 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 273,489. Active cases, 461. Active hospitalizations, 14. Death toll, 3,262. Counties with the most new cases today, Missoula, 26. Gallatin, 14. And looking at the statewide vaccine update for today, not much has changed since our last update. 1.447 million vaccine doses administered and 562,407 Montanans considered fully immunized from COVID. That's 55% of the eligible population. KRTV reports that two people were killed in a fire at the Honest Tom's Casino in Bridger Wednesday. The victims have been identified as Bridger residents Marla Murray, 71, and John Alls, 33. It's unclear what caused the fire, and an investigation is ongoing. The building was a total loss. The Montana Department of Livestock has received confirmation of highly pathogenic avian influenza in a Glacier County flock. This is the fourth Montana flock confirmed infected and is part of a wave of HPAI infections in the U.S. that is linked to seasonal migrations of wild birds. Previous detections in domestic poultry in Montana this year were in Judith Basin, Cascade, and Toole counties. The Glacier County premises reported a large number of bird mortalities in recent days. Samples from the flock were submitted to the Montana Veterinary Diagnostic Laboratory and tested positive for the presence of avian influenza. Infected flocks are placed under quarantine and required to depopulate all remaining birds on the premises to prevent further disease spread. Flock owners are eligible to receive indemnity on birds from the USDA. Depopulation of the flock is expected to continue. Avian influenza is an infectious viral disease of birds and can cause high mortality rates in domestic flocks. Migratory waterfowl are the primary source for it. Wild birds can be infected and appear healthy, but shed virus in the feces, saliva, and respiratory secretions. Domestic poultry become infected through direct contact with infected wild birds or through contact with contaminated objects, equipment, or the environment. The Montana Department of Livestock is conducting an epidemiological investigation and will be identifying other poultry producers in the area to conduct disease surveillance and to provide educational resources. Because of the location of the affected premises, the department is also coordinating with Blackfeet tribal officials on outreach and canvassing. And another note on this, a state press conference is scheduled for this afternoon to provide another update on this very important issue, and we will keep you updated on it. A former contractor at Yellowstone National Park has been sentenced to 44 months in prison after being convicted of assault with intent to commit murder. Gregory Michael Samuel Toth, 40, will also have to serve three years supervised release. According to the indictment, on or about October 1, 2021, Toth unlawfully committed an assault with the intent to commit a kidnapping in Yellowstone. Toth worked as a construction contractor in the park and was temporarily residing in a contractor trailer at the Fishing Bridge RV Park, where the assault took place. He was arrested October 6, 2021, in Park County, Wyoming. The crime was investigated by the National Park Service, special agents, and Yellowstone National Park law enforcement. 
a Virginia equipment company owner who admitted to defrauding Signal Peak Energy, LLC, which operates a coal mine near Roundup, of nearly a quarter million dollars in an equipment purchase scheme, was sentenced Thursday to four years probation, fined $50,000, and ordered to pay restitution. Robert Wayne Ramsey, 56, of Bluefield, Virginia, pleaded guilty in November to wire fraud. Now, taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel, Hill County winter wheat $10.87, spring wheat $11.05, Blaine County winter wheat $10.77, spring wheat $11, Liberty County $10.92 for winter, $11.05 for spring, Shoto $10.87 for winter, $11.05 for spring, and Phillips $10.72 for winter, $10.95 for spring. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Lewis Lucky passed away April 17th. A celebration of life will be held at 5 p.m. today, that's Friday the 22nd, at the Oxford. On Wednesday, April 6th, Gary Couch, a longtime Haver resident, passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of life will be April 23rd, that's Saturday, 11 a.m., at the Haver Assembly of God Church, 901 9th Street West, Haver. In lieu of flowers, please make donations to the Northern Montana Care Center. Mary Lou Blummer Golden, 91, passed away at her residence November 28th due to natural causes. Her memorial service will be held at 11 a.m. tomorrow, April 23rd, at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church. Memorial donations in Mary Lou's name may be made to St. Jude Catholic Church, PCCW, or to the donor's choice. Beverly Lorraine Grass, 92, passed away due to natural causes at Peace Hospice in Great Falls, Thursday, September 23rd. Cremation has taken place and a celebration of life will be 11 a.m. Saturday, May 7th at Benton Funeral Home. Burial to follow in the Riverside Cemetery. In memory of Bev, please wear bright, beautiful colors and memorials in her name can be made to Fort Benton Women's Club, Benefice Peace Hospice in Great Falls, Faith Bible Church in Fort Benton, or an organization of one's choice. And that's going to do it for this Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everybody have a great rest of your Friday and a wonderful weekend, and stay safe out on the roads.